0: Log Talk Radio. Mm Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of 5D Living Worldwide. I'm Mari, and I am super excited about all of the new shows that I have planned for the Advanced Light Worker. And this has been something that has been coming up a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, I have a tickle in my throat. It's like when I get on the on the, on the air and I, like all of a sudden I try to talk and my voice isn't there. <laughs> anyway. I am super excited about these new shows Um, as I've been working in uh, with the clients in our 5d Academy. It hit me that everyone in the Academy is pretty, is is on their way, you know, is they're they're really, we're, we're coming up with, there's a lot of things coming up that are not the beginner stuff, you know, about just, you know, the basics, the angels, the intuition, um, and all that kind of stuff, the basic stuff, we've gone so far beyond that. And I decided that it really made a lot of sense to start doing shows on advanced topics. Um, There's all sorts of places that you can get beginner, you know, info out there. You know, everybody's going through YouTube and Instagram and all the other places. But um, I wanted to really start to dedicate our time for uh, the next level for a higher level because there's a lot going on. We're in a time now where we've come through. I would say a major corridor. I've been doing this stuff since the '80s, and um, and I've seen a lot of different transitions and in a lot of different segments of frequency coming in and going, and and this last corridor was talked about for a very long time this, uh, you know, people were all freaked out about 2012. Well, what I was hearing back then was 2012 is nothing compared to what 2016 to 2022 will be. So, you know, we're really coming now to another chunk. But the chunk that we're coming into is much more refined, uh, is going to demand of us, especially the sensitive ones, a deeper Fluency level with our energetic abilities. You hear me talk about that all the time, and I will continue to talk about that. That we have our three D, um, you know, abilities for the our physical abilities and our intellectual abilities, our mental mind and whatnot for the, our three D living, which is about twenty percent, and then the other eighty percent is our five D abilities, which is. Our access to the infinite, are are all of our energetic abilities that we're born with. So we don't have to worry about needing to have the gift of being psychic or a medium or anything like that. Completely different topic. What I'm talking about is the overlay of your own personal uh, toolkit of frequency-based abilities that were meant to support you in, you know, 80% of your walk on this planet. So. It's you know just think of it as travel size versions of everything you can do when you're not in your body, which when you know when you're not you know in a particular lifetime, it's powerful. And over the years, over the decades, uh, we've we've started to get rumblings and learn more and more about these abilities that were built into each of us, not just a few. Uh, we had some pioneers, you know, lots of psychics and mediums and and channels and you know, scientists and whatnot who've come through the ranks um, and who have guided us so that when this time came, the time that we're in now, that this would be familiar enough that a good chunk of the masses would would be open and be able to make this transition, this evolutionary transition. So we evolve not just on a physical level, biologically, and in our physiology, but we also have energetic evolution. And with that evolution comes an opening access of, um, you know, parts of ourselves that we haven't necessarily had access to before. It's interesting because um, back in the early 2000s, before Facebook came out, Facebook I think was being developed but wasn't out yet. Social media hadn't really started yet. The luxury of being able to have a consulting job, And ballroom dance. And I was ballroom dancing competitively. We were going all over the world traveling and dancing in these competitions in Italy and Vancouver and all different places. And all over the country. And so I had four years where I was just living the dream. (laughs) Dance life, living the dream. And then it seemed like all everything collapsed. My dance partner went off to So You Think You Can Dance. Did very well. Um, and I was lost. I was lost my whole four years, you know, all of my ideas and dreams and everything collapsed. But then at that moment, my space and Facebook came onto the scene. And what I ultimately was told, and that's when I started writing my book and, you know, gone my major, major spiritual uh, journey. And I was sort of forced, like my, uh, the rest of my life collapsed. And I was, the only thing I could do was step onto the path because I was in so much emotional pain. It was my gateway. Uh, And and I had already been in the business to some extent, but this was really like this iteration of it. So, um, but Facebook started. And the reason I'm bringing that up is that when things aren't all in place, you'll have times in your life where, It feels like things are just sort of status quo. Like there's like sometimes there's what I call energetic glass ceilings and hidden blocks and what we're going to talk about today. But other times it's just timing, you know, it's timing. So I got four years to play because I knew they were going to take me for the next 20 years and work me to the bone. And so, (laughs) um, and I honestly, I think from 2007 to this year, to 2021, I really had to, hunker down, really had to hunker down. And now I'm seeing uh, a lot of new, a lot of things that I had been missing coming back into the fold. And it's been really delightful to see that, um, you know, life starting to open up again, but you will be put into trenches, you know, and as a society, we're put into trenches. Um, and when things just aren't ready yet, divine order, there's divine order, there's, there's, there's divine timing, and then it's time. And when it's time, and there's two times, there's two versions of this. So when it's time on the microcosm, so that's you personally, your personal life, right? You you get those kicks in the pants. Sometimes you have a major breakup or we have a health crisis or we have a job crisis or some sort of crisis. A lot of times it comes through crisis because, that's the way we pay attention. Sometimes it comes through quantum leaps, like we get married or we have a baby or, you know, so there's other ways to have gateways. I'm not trying to scare you. And especially now, it's easier to have positive gateways um, because the energy has shifted. But we have the micro version and then we have the macro version of this evolution where society takes a major leap. It's forced, like face into progression, face planted into focus, face planted into awareness face planted into listening up because everybody's going to be affected. And that's what we had with this pandemic and, the, you know, all of the political stuff and all the world stuff, the world events. We're not going back. And with that, um, there's been a whole new energetic grid that's come into, being, into play. The old grid, the difference is instead of us having our normal, like kind of upgrades of frequency on the same grid, that old grid is kind of done. and the new grid has come on into being. And so with that, our bodies and our access to our frequency-based abilities rises. It rises because now we need it. It's not a matter of an option. You know, back in the 90s and the 80s, I was going to channeling sessions and, you know, all this stuff. Uh, it, It was an option. My mother studied with Shirley MacLaine when she came out with Out on a Limb. And Shirley had, you know, my mother's name was Shirley, too, so Shirley and Shirley. And she got into the whole channeling thing. So she, while the other kids were in the shopping malls, my mother was taking me to, like, people's basements, so trance channels because she (laughs) wanted to get channeling sessions. And so I was, you know, 17, 16, 17 years old. I was in these, you know, experiencing actual trans-channeling sessions and going to her resonant psychic and her crystal shops and all of that. And so, you know, now we, you know, fast forward and now the evolution is it's no longer an option. What we have now is it's a necessity to be fluent in your 5G abilities, to recognize that it's not a quote gift or some sort of otherworldly ability. It's, it's, it's your frequency. It's like, your DNA. It is your physical, like you have your physical senses, like you don't have to be gifted to blink your eyes or to, you know, taste and touch and smell and all those things. Um, And so it's the same thing. It's a given, it's built in with your 5D abilities. So that being said, um, we have a very different time now. There's two layers of this. And the first layer is that um, all of the, People are restless. People are in pain. People have, have lost jobs. People have lost each other. You know, a big tranche of people have left the planet altogether through, through COVID and, and various other things going on. And so we have the masses waking up because the old way isn't working. And then we have the leaders who are being tapped. You, advanced light workers, the ones who are attracted to this show even if you don't perceive yourself as being advanced just yet uh as you as we start to describe what advanced actually means i think you'll start to feel if you start to feel that hankering that the, the beginner stuff just isn't enough that dabbling around on youtube and instagram and you know the latest uh you know, book that's come out or the latest little online course that's come out is not enough for you anymore. Like you've like each time you go in with all this hope and you kind of hit a wall because you've either heard it all, or you've tried various things, or they're not giving you enough information to get to the other side um, of what you need to do. You know that frustration level is uh, is telltale sign that you are you're more advanced and. Advanced on the 5D side means that you're aware that there's something bigger, right? There's a high level of awareness, a heightened level of awareness. So some people consider themselves to be empaths. Um, Just because you're hypersensitive doesn't necessarily mean that you're meant to do, you know, bigger missionary type of work. Um, And when I say missionary, I don't mean like charity work. I just mean, having a professional, feeling like you have more of a calling, more of a pull to do something particular. Um, But when it comes to what I call light leaders, so that's the step up from the light workers, but advanced light leaders is when you're stepping into your own personal missions and letting those take precedence as well as then musing and considering or even stepping into professional mission, missions. Um, I find that what I've seen in the Academy and in, you know, I've worked with thousands of clients over the years. Um, what I've seen is there's a certain type of person, a certain characteristics that I find really make fluency a lot easier to master because they're already sort of pre-wired, um, And I found that I realized that although I used to do telesummits and they'd reach millions of people and and these big productions and whatnot, and that was fun. It certainly was fun. Lots of people knew who I was and all that stuff. But what I found over the years is that people can come and go a lot, and that was a little disheartening. Um, Doing lots and lots of readings where people are just leaning on me for answers, that's also It's not only disheartening, it's for me, it's annoying at this point because I just know how much power every single person has if they just, you know, know how. And so um, what I've found is that some of the key characteristics of a a light leader, advanced light leader, are they're ambitious, they're smart, empathic, motivated by inspiration. That's a big one. So a lot of people who are not necessarily advanced, who are kind of just getting on the path, are running from something. They're motivated from fear. Um, and I'm not saying that if you have bad things going on and you listen to this show that, you know, or you're advanced light worker and you have bad things going on, that you're not motivated, but, but, you know, that you're only motivated by fear by any means. But there are some people who are very much like, can you get me out of this bad job? Is he going to text me? Is it, you know, is, is this person going to, you know, do what I want? That kind of thing. Advanced folks are more motivated by inspiration. they feel like they've kind of already done a lot of things, had their share of success, and now it's more about the next layer that next that more it's like from that heart space type of desire as opposed to like what society says they should be doing or what you know um, their families and friends and things say they should be doing it's It's more from this connected space that they get their inspiration as opposed to other looking over at others and and kind of doing the old fashioned compare compete you know keep up with other everybody else be the norm you know be as normal as possible right so they're not afraid to be unusual and actually cherish that um, they're also go-getters with powerful personal and professional missions and even if they don't know exactly what the mission is, like I said, there's a pull, there's a calling, there's a restlessness, there's a curiosity, there's a willingness to explore, and to to consider and to contemplate. And life can feel very noisy to advanced light workers when they're not in the zone with community of others of like mind, right? So you might find that, you know, sometimes we identify it as empath, you know, I'm so, I'm hypersensitive, I'm I'm too empathic. That's a beginner way of of describing that. But what it really is, if you're feeling that hypersensitive and, and you feel ambitious, curious, and motivated, right? I'm not talking about just like, kind of the airy fairy kind of, you know, just want to muse in in the ethers. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, You're feeling still connected on the planet in a 3D way. You have that ambition. But you know that that whole energetic side is really, you know, creating a stir for you. Um, That's what I find is, you know, those are the ones where the missions have been planted very consciously. And one of the reasons why I wanted to start to focus on talking to you guys is because I know that although I've reached millions of folks on my own in the past with radio shows and travel summits and movies and things like that, I really feel like I'd rather. It's very valuable to work with folks who are leaders who are going to have your or you're going to have your own thousands of people that you're supporting in whatever capacity. It Doesn't have to be spirituality training. It can be, you know, it can be a lot of different things. Um, whether it's writing a book or channeling a film, or getting a message out to the world, or coming up with your own hybrid, uh, you know, practice or being a fabulous nurse or doctor or you know, you know, with expanded consciousness and expanded awareness, um, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, you enlightened entrepreneurs, executives, career folks. It's just the the engine for you as an advanced light leader is different. You have that mission that you're feeling. It's really your future clients looking for you, searching for you, beating their hearts beating and your hearts beating, your higher self and their higher self communing, and you feeling this pull, you getting these little drops of ideas, you feeling led away from the masses in the sense of, you know, maybe the parties and the lots and lots of people and social activities are no longer as fulfilling as they once were. All right, so all of that being said, when you are self-identified as an advanced light worker, I call, call you light leaders, uh, now it's really time if, to look at some of the hidden blocks that happen because what I've found also with the beginners and even intermediates compared to the advanced folks, the beginners have very easy to identify blocks. And as they you know the ranks as far as energetic dexterity energetic awareness energetic fluency as we get into the higher ranks of of competency in the in this work the blocks become more hidden because you become more fluid more uh refined right so the blocks become more refined and when that happens because you're also most of the time, folks who are in this this rung are very intellectual in the sense that you you're a quick study. You can read through the books. You know you probably have a stack of half read books, and you know yeah you got it, yeah you got it. You know all that kind of stuff. And um, because you're a, a, a quick study, you can very often miss these hidden blocks. And. Also, because there's a lot of, you know, I've seen this, done this, been there, done that kind of thought process in a lot of these cases. And there's not enough people out there, not enough um, practitioners out there supporting you at this level. You'll find that the hidden box, you know, you have ideas, you have engine, and you can do, there's certain things you've mastered in your studies. So you might be good at one one portion, but you're missing chunks of other portions. So it's like having Christmas tree lights and you have, one light light up, then five lights don't, but then another light could light up. Or you have all the strings of lights, but you haven't been able to plug it into the wall because you haven't found your own power. You haven't found your 5D engines. See, So um, I'm not going to get deep into this. I'm going to talk about one little concept. I'm not going to get deep into it on this show. I'm going to do a whole separate show on it, but I just want to mention it that 3D infrastructure. There's 3D infrastructure, so the infrastructure for um, kind of the lay of the land, the, the rule book for f- physical living, and then there's a separate rule book for energetic living. This is, I call it the 5D infrastructure versus 3D infrastructure. And so 3D infrastructure would be, uh, you know, you have gravity and time and space and linearity. You have order. You have Um, emotion, like negative emotions, like blame, shame, guilt, fear, all of that. You have law, you have order, you have like traffic laws and whatnot. So that's like physical 3D infrastructure. And we kind of all buy into that because we have to in order to walk the earth. But then on the energetic side, and this is why it's so important to become fluent in that 5D dashboard that I talk about and all these 5D abilities that you have built in, because they operate on a totally different infrastructure. 5D infrastructure does not have anxiety, pain, blame, pain, blame, guilt, fear, shame and all of that. It does not have linearity. It does not have time and space. It does not have, um, you know, the, the, the various constructs of 3D infrastructure. So when you're not familiar with all of, the, all of the parameters of 5D infrastructure, you're trying to apply all of your energetic abilities to, with a 3D set of infrastructure, and it clashes, and a lot of it does not light up. So you're not really even plugged in. You might have all the intellect, all the knowing, read all the books, studied with all the people. But if you're applying, if you're not familiar with how the energetic infrastructure is influencing and how to turn on those engines and how to keep them turned on, then you can, light, you can decorate your tree all you want, but the, the lights aren't going to light up. You can add every book, like every, if a book for the ornaments and every course and da-da-da-da, every guru, if you don't have that plug-in and understand the energetic infrastructure and how it works, the laws, the rules um, of that, it's going to be very, very difficult to have the results. And that's where we start to get despondent. Because as advanced light leaders, not only are you more sensitive and aware, you've probably studied quite a bit, you've done different things, and it starts to not work. And then you kind of hit the walls. And then when you get to the quote advanced stuff, it's esoteric stuff. See, to me, there's a difference between esoteric and advanced. So for me, in my world, I I'm very much about relevance to your physical life. So you don't want you 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 don't have to sit on a, in a hut and take vows of poverty and chastity and all these things and and, and sacrifice everything and just live in this sort of esoteric philosophical world that you can't apply to like handling the cashier at Trader Joe. You need to be able to say, okay, it's okay for me to get a Maserati if I want to. It's okay for me to to go and start my own philanthropic organization. It's okay for me to say no to that and yes to this, even if it's Something that, you know, might seem, quote, materialistic to all the airy-fairy people, right? So it's okay for you to have the material things. And in fact, that's the whole point of why we came is so that we could have not just this benevolence kind of side, but this physical experience and tangible experience of complete and utter abundance. Doing whatever you want, having whatever you want, you know, whenever you want access just like you would when you're not in the body, that instant access, because there's no time and space on five D infrastructure. Right. So what we do is this guru talks about this little piece, oh so stay in the now moment, that guru talks about that little piece. Oh, so we have the vortex and the quantum field. Then this one talks about this. But nobody's connecting all the dots so that you have so you know, oh, okay, this plus this plus this plus this plus this, plus this boom, there's the engine. Right, So you get a little piece of these things, and even multiple pieces, but if those, you know, if one spark plug is is out in your car, your car's not going anywhere, right? So it's it's similar to that in energy. So anyway, we're, as advanced light leaders, these are the kinds of nuances. This is the level. This is another tier. The nice thing about this, as far as my, the way I live and teach, and I'll never ask you to do anything I haven't done myself, is I want you to be able to have everything you want physically. A lot of you have a good chunk of that anyway. You're already there. You've already got the houses and the careers and stuff, and you're looking for that even bigger, more mission-based thing. Others ha- want to take take what they have to the next level. It's okay to admire and enjoy physical, material things and admire and enjoy and participate in experiences and contribution-type activities and, and having beautiful relationships. And, you know, it's, it's a matter of yes and yes and yes, right? What it, the, the, the important thing is that we don't use any of this stuff. We don't, and listen to me carefully, that we don't bastardize the materialism and we don't weaponize the energetic stuff. I've seen this a lot, especially because I know so many people in the business, you know, colleagues in the business and things like that. And all of this spiritual stuff that you when know, people learn snippets and they learn phrases and they learn catch phrases and they learn little formulas and then they whip it around and they weaponize it on other people. That's not okay. And that happens because of a lack of fluency because now they go back to, a 3D infrastructural thing is, which is I have to control other people, right? So they take a 5D thing, whatever formula or whatever process they've learned, and then they whip it around on someone else who they consider to be weaker than them to feel like they're in control. They go back into the, into a 3D structure, right? That's, that's a, that's a big X. That's a no. So, I, you know, I'm, this is kind of starting a bigger, long, longer-term conversation. We're going to do several shows um, on advanced topics, uh, I think this is going to be—it's going to be very in keeping with what we do in in the academy. Um, I have a year-long program, our ma- our mastermind program in the Five D Academy uh, is all about getting fluent. This is in—it's for the advanced light leaders. It's taking all of the stuff that's all over the place helping you to learn it in a linear way so that you can be nonlinear with awareness. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's, it's not pushing away all the 3d and making the negative ego and all this. That's a whole nother day's conversation too. The whole negative ego thing is just, it's become a mess. Um, and so in the Academy, what we really do is we focus you on filling in those blanks, getting all the sparks, plugs working, and then applying it to things that matter to you. So we first focus on your personal mission, and we focus on your professional missions, and then we integrate the two. So with that being said, what I've done is I've learned a lot of the hidden blocks that I've seen, and I wanted to talk to you today about eight of them. I I know that for the sake of time – I thought, oh, maybe I should do five because that's like the copywriter's, you know, magic number. But I kept seeing eight. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to just do eight. So we're going to push through this, but I'll get through them. And um, because I just want you to start to be aware of them. I want you to start to notice in your world, you know, and see if any of these resonate with you. Because if they do, that's the beginnings of you being able to strengthen those weaker links. Remember, chain is only as strong as its weakest link. And so if you can just even start the awareness process um, and then you can make a decision about the fluency process, but just awareness is, is where we start. So uh let's get started with the eight um, hidden insidious blocks of the advanced light leader. So the first one that comes um, up is, and I see this a lot, people come to me, and I always say people don't come to me and say, "Oh, Mari, everything's working so perfectly in my life. I have everything I want and a beautiful pen, and he texts me all the time and i you know and all the money and all the cars off. They come to me and they're weary. I call it and, and and so much so that everything isn't working because they don't have enough engine for things to work, so the relationship is there, but it's kind of. And the job is there, but it's kind of, uh, and it, you know, and their, their vitality is low. And, and, they, and then they start looking at, oh, well, maybe it's vitamins or I need iron, I need to exercise, or I need to go to Orange Theory or I need a Pilates class. And what it is, their vitality is low, their physical vitality is low because their energetic vitality is disconnected. So, and, and we have a tendency, and this is one of the things I really emphasize in the academy, we have a tendency to feel like in order for us to get what we want, we have to go out and first serve other people, help other people, martyr ourselves, and then from an empty cup. So you have, I've seen a lot of massage therapists and and psychotherapists and all different types of therapists come to me and they're flat out burnt out and exhausted because they don't have all the stuff they want in their lives. And then they're trying to help other people, but they're not helping other people from their overflow. They're helping people from like their bone marrow, you know, from their fumes. And that's where the burnout comes in. So, and that, But they feel like if they're not helping others, then they're not worthy of the abundance that they're trying to manifest. And that is a real big clash. And it's something, you know, it ties in worthiness. There's all ways to break that down. Again, a whole another day's, you know, conversation. I do whole conferences on this stuff. But weary lightworker syndrome is truly what it is, a syndrome. Because it's so insidious because you figure, oh, well, lightworker means I'm supposed to be helping other people. But if you're helping without being filled up and you're helping without fluency, so you can't get access to all the tools that are there to support you if you're going to, you know, for your personal life. And if you're certainly going to help other people or do any kind of mission-based work, you know, any kind of practice, you know, where you're working with other people or even in a corporate setting, you know, where you're managing teams and, you know, a lot of people pull at you. If you're not filled up from your own energetic engines, then there's no place to give but from the, the core of who you are. And that is not what that's meant to do. Right? So what we try to focus on is getting you as abundant as possible first, really mastering getting fluent in the language of your higher self so you can get your downloaded messages just to narrate your life along the way with you in real time, you know, without being in any, any kind of deep meditation or trances or anything like that, really doing your own personal channeling. So you're getting the guidance and then getting your stuff, doing, mastering the multidimensional manifesting, mastering, getting, starting to really see the stuff come in with deliberate intent, not, okay, I tried this manifesting thing, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Okay, I guess I have to be patient, fold my hands, you know, with the milk and cookies like the little kid, you know, on Saturday afternoon with, with mom. And, you know, he, 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 if you're filled up, then you can give from the surplus, from that, you can be generous from the surplus. And believe me, it, it's, 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 it's astounding how, you know, you hear, especially in the online entrepreneur space, like when you have money, you make more money, right? Well, when you have money, then you, you're not worried about any kind of scarcity or any kind of lack. And then you can start to be creative. You can start to be generous and the combination of creative, creativity and then and generosity and then eventually that leads into that hard space and that 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 philanthropic more that willingness and you don't have to like not get paid or anything like that. I'm not saying you have to be a philanthropist, but that willingness to be expansive and to expand out with your clients. As your clients expanding, you're expanding, you get that nice, beautiful ebb and flow you know, that flow feeling all of that comes when you're filled up yourself. So that's where we start. So weary light worker syndrome is a major block because it's a cannibalization of yourself with what you want to do by, you know, by sacrificing you to give to everybody else without filling you up. And then there's no place else for you to go. The second one is <clears throat> fear of success. Now, this is different than the regular coachy version of fear of success. The difference is that in the energetic realms, when we start to get successful, a lot of times we're being pushed, we get pushed into bigger um, options, bigger opportunities. And what I've found that I hear is people say, well, what if somebody reads the book? Yeah, you wrote the book. So what if somebody reads it? Yeah, but what if they don't like it? Okay. And I've seen, a lot of white leaders that have books right on their computer, like they have half of it. Sometimes they have a whole manuscript. Sometimes they have the first notes. And they get so caught up in the judgment aspect that they, they literally, they can't allow themselves to be successful, right? So <clears throat> when you're able to channel your higher self in real time, like I didn't know what I was going to teach about. I was kind of in a rut. And I asked my higher self, he said, okay, where where are we going with all this? You know, I've got a lot going on in the academy, but I was just feeling something wasn't connecting. And my higher self channeled, well, you're teaching at this level within the academy, and it's flourishing and it's thrilling. But then when you go out in the, the public, you're not teaching at that level. You're doing very, very beginner stuff. So there's a disconnect. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like it was this aha, you know, aha but it was bigger than an aha. It was like epiphany (laughs) where it's like, whoa, wait a second. That's, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. You know, that feels right. That feels elevated. That feels like, and, and you know that when not only do you get the insight, then you also get the how to, right? So if you stick around long enough, if you're fluent in the conversation, you'll get the, you'll get the aha, which, you know, a lot of people can get, but then you'll get the insight in a fully contextual downloaded message and then you'll get the how-to. So that's the difference between not being fluent and just having being sort of intuitive or you can do readings for people which is totally different than frequency-based communication. We're not talking about psychic predictions, I'm talking about contextual content for you to work with in your own personal life and then professional life. When you can have those connections, your higher self will give you that aha moment so you say, whoa, like the doorbell's ringing. Most people stop there. They can't even get past that. Oh, was that something? Was that a sign? Oh, my God, what a community. But then the people who are fluent, they go into, oh, my gosh, okay, let me get this download. Where's my Where's my notebook? Where's my phone? Okay, let me da- record the download. Okay, now I'm getting downloaded about the theoretical aspect of this. Now they're giving me the how-to, first step. Here's what you do, first step. And you take it, and then they stop back over and say, hey, okay, you took that step. Here's the next step. And so it goes, right? And you can have that two-way fluid conversation. Fear of success goes out the window because now you're not wa- walking about yourself. And you can say, oh, I have always have my guides, and oh, I have, you know, the goddesses, Isis, and Athena, and I have the angels, and I have the fairies, and all these things. But that, if you're not really connected with your own higher self and channeling completely fluently, not trans channeling, but you to you, you to your higher self, your higher self to you, you're losing a lot of information. And the fear of success goes up exponentially. The third one is, um, and this is a big one, is. I've tried it all syndrome. I call it the I've tried it all syndrome. Oh, yes. And back in 77, I did that. Oh, and in tw- 1989, I did this. And oh, and I, in 2020, you know, 2012, I did that. And it's interesting because the way that parallel realities work is, is as we switch into from parallel to parallel to parallel. We might have similar experiences, that things that look similar, but they're not the same frequency. They're not the same parallel. So what you were doing in 77 and what you're doing, or 89 or 92 or 2006 or 2012, just because you saw it then doesn't mean that you're seeing it now would register the same. Frequency is always moving and changing and shifting. So that I tried it all syndrome is a massive wall. I'm not saying you have to go and constantly repeat over very, you know, rudimentary things, but have you ever listened to a lecture? This happens all the time. And you listen to it one year and then, you know, you forget about it. And then you come back and you listen to it again and you hear something totally different. Like you can't believe you missed that the first time. How could that be? Well, it's not because you're listening to the same lecture. It's because you're in a new parallel listening to that lecture. So what is something's been upgraded to support you in your current state of consciousness, right? Again, when we're working with energetic infrastructure, those kinds of things can happen. 3d infrastructure, not so much, right? So when you're fluent and understanding energetic infrastructure, those, um, you know, those blocks start to lift, because you start to realize where you plug in to get your accurate information. Um, okay, so number four is scared of increasing your power. Now, it's interesting. I had a wonderful conversation with a dear friend and colleague um, the other day, and I uh, just lost my screen here. With the, Okay, there we go. <laughs> the whole studio went sliding off my screen on my, on my computer. And we were talking, my friend and I were talking about um, – and she's, you know, she's amazing. She's, she's written books and she's quite a a lovely spiritual leader, has a nice following. And she said, you know, Mari, what I'm most afraid of, and I don't tell anyone this because I'm in the business of, you know, supporting the big business owners and whatnot. She goes, I'm really scared of increasing my power. And if I increase my power by Like you, she says, no, like you talk about being fluent in 5D. And she goes, and I'm so intrigued by that. And I know that I'm not, even though I'm helping all these people, I've written these books. I know that I'm not fluent in the tools that you're talking about. She goes, but one of the things that scares me about becoming fluent is what if I get all this, it works against me, or I can't control it, or I can't handle the power that comes with that fluency. What a hidden block. Who would even think that, you know? But she was being so vulnerable and so honest that she was really giving it a very deep consideration. And she said, yeah, that's what I'm most afraid of. It's like, what if I get all this power and I start, it starts to work against me? What if stuff starts moving around in my house or whatever, you know, things like that? And what I want to say is when you were – just the way she phrased that really showed how little fluency she has because and how little relationship she has with her own higher self because – Your higher self modulates what you feel and hear. And, you know, it's kind of like our bodies have a temperature, right, and if your body's getting a fever, it needs to burn off, uh, you know, some sort of toxins, so you get a fever. But as soon as those toxins are burnt off, the fever comes down. Um, Your body has a regulatory space for temperature. Well, your frequency does too. So it's only going to allow you to get – so much power and so it's interesting to see that but if you have those feelings you know fair enough but it's that it's really more of a misunderstanding of how it's all the infrastructure actually works and how the dots actually connect and how protected you are the more that you go into um you know into these realms and in addition to that um, some people have, you know, kind of gone on these these journeys and these. They smoke this and they go and they have these big things. I've had clients where they were stuck in these, you know, from in in uh, physiology. You know, had issues with their physiology because they'd gone and taken the, the different, the, you know, smoked the different stuff and do the sweat lodge and go and do some really intense, intense, intense things and they're traumatized by it because they didn't have the other balancers. And so that can be corrected, and sometimes it takes, you know, different types of, you know, kind of a prescription of healers and and whatnot um, and processes and things. It can be corrected for sure, but if you have fear of your power, then that actually shuts down your permission and, and your free will is what governs everything, so it shuts down the ability of your higher self to provide you with the tools that you need to feel the power to be able to get out of the feeling of feeling powerless or being afraid of your power. (laughs) Right? So um, very, very deep hidden insidious block that needs to be uh, addressed immediately so that you can take your power back. Because what happens then, what that leads into that fear of your own power. Now listen to me carefully it leads into imposter syndrome because now if you're afraid of the power that you should, you know, that you could and should be wielding. And when I say power, not power over other people, but connection and awareness and your heightened level of consciousness and your ability to multidimensional manifest instantaneously and then really, you know, have that, that, that in the moment, in the present moment connection, that dynamic manifesting where you're in, you know, where the things are coming to you, you know, within minutes instead of within months because you're you're working on energetic infrastructure where there is no time and there's no space, all of that stuff. When you get there, if you're avoiding that, then you are not in your full power. And then if you have a bank of clients underneath you, you can never get your clients any further than you've gotten yourself. You can never get your clients any further than you've gotten yourself. If you're afraid of the power, then you're, your clients are only allowed to get so high. And then you start to preach to them about the, the the wares that you have, and the philosophies, and the process, and whatever you're teaching or sharing, or whatever product you're selling. And you, you, there's a part of you that's like, well, I'm scared of this, but I'm asking them to do it. Oh, I shouldn't be doing that. Oh, am I? Who am I? Am I enough? Who am I to to do this? And who am I to represent this? Who am I to Put this book out. Will anybody read it? And that whole imposter syndrome is it's it's a killer. (laughs) It's an absolute killer. So many people go to their graves with their dreams intact. When my fiance passed away many 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 years ago, I remember standing in the cemetery overlooking, and was just was in Washington D.C. and it was just rows and rows and rows of tombstones, and all I could think of was all the talent that was in those graves that never saw the light of day. And that was my epiphany. It was kind of, I remember it was like, it was a rainy day. It was just obviously a very horrible day. But it was also a very insightful day because I was like, that's where I made my decision. I'm going to help people get their dreams to fruition, whatever that is. And it kind of led me into this work now. So imposter syndrome is a big reason why people go, with their dreams intact instead of, you know, introduced to the world. The next one is being scared of the edge. And what does that mean? Well, as energetic leaders, as advanced light leaders, advanced light workers, we are always, we are considered the pioneers of this whole movement. And some more pioneers than others. Um, Like I said, I was put onto this path back in the early, mid-80s. Like, 86 was my first time. Uh, I read Shakti Gawain's book, and my mom was dragging me around to all the channeling sessions and everything. Well, with that, uh, you get pushed into areas that other people haven't been to before. So when I was thinking about manifesting and I would talk to my corporate friends about that or when I was going to like galactic channelings in the early 90s, like on the corporate weekends, everybody else was going to play golf. I was going to channelings up and I, I was working in New Jersey at the time. I would go up to like Connecticut and we'd f- travel around following the different channels. I had a couple of friends who would, we would go together. And uh, I lived for it. I would listen to the cassette tapes on the way home and, you know, all of that and wear those out. But it was the edge, right? Nobody else was doing that. Now, you know, everybody has a book from Abraham. They've heard of Cryon. You know, channeling is people even talking about it colloquially on very even on The Real Housewives, you know, all that kind of stuff. And um, and mediumship, when my fiancé died, I went to 10 mediums in a year, you know, and um, they all told me, oh, you can be in the medium. He doesn't want to talk to us, you know. So I went through all of that. And, again, on the edge. I was the only one in my social group that knew all about this stuff. You know, people thought I was interesting or nuts or whatever, but I was on the edge. And then when I started this business, and I was really something that had not been done before in the way that I was doing it, and then hybriding a lot of things, you know, producer and author and all these different things that I've done right on the edge and then channeling new information that hasn't been channeled before. Like I'm channeling this, this show. Now I channel all my shows. I channel all my classes and sometimes I'll get to a class or a show. I have no idea what I'm going to teach because I know it's going to be channeled and I'll have, you know, I'm always getting bullet points and notes and things and basic things, but nowhere near as money as a lot of my colleagues, you know, corporate colleagues and stuff that use, you know, hundred slides, presentations and all these different things. And um, there's a place for that, you know, if you're doing a big training and you have a lot of people. But when you're connected to your higher self, you know, your physical self has a lot more support. So you are brought to the edge. You are brought. Now, and and if you're brought to the edge, are you going to flap your wings and go into the darkness, into the unknown, where the infinite is and access that? are you going to pull back because it feels a little too edgy? And if you do that, then this mission that you have within you that's requiring you to go to the edge, you can't see the vision of it because you're not willing to go to the edge because you're afraid of it. So that's another hidden block that needs, you know, it takes, there's the whole process and it takes time, care, and attention, of course. And fluency in the five, D abilities nips that in the butt. Without it, You will have it because you're always, as a light leader, going to be pushed to the edge, to the part where the masses don't know about because that's why you're the leader. If not, you would be the follower, right? And a lot of people say, oh, yeah, yeah, I can go to the edge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they get there and they're like, what? Oh, my God. You know, because first I'm going to put you to the edge for something that matters to you. Then they're going to say, okay, now that you've figured out how to manage your own edges, now you can go and lead other people to their edges. But a lot of people, I see this with therapists and different things, they want you to go to the emotional edge, but they would never do that themselves, ever, right? So being scared of the edge is a huge hidden block, deeply hidden block for advanced light leaders. Um, Number seven is the fear of leaving others behind. Big one, big, 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 big big, very big. And the fear of leaving others behind is really hard because, and I've seen this a lot again in the academy, people are, you know, jumping forward in leaps and bounds in their abilities. And they're like, my husband, he, he hates me <laughs> right now. He doesn't, he thinks I'm nuts. He doesn't, it's interesting because people, a lot of people, they don't think they're holding themselves back, but then when they think things start to not work, and you know we start to, I start to probe around and I'm like okay, and I said well you know really if I if I get you know my husband kind of doesn't get it and he doesn't really want you know he wants me to go in a different direction and I'm trying to teach him I'm trying to lead him I'm trying to bring him along but he's not he's not coming you know should I slow down? What can I do to teach? And you hear it a lot when people say well what can I do to teach my son or my daughter or my this or my that? most of the time it's family members. And significant others that, you know, sometimes friends, but um, friends seem to be a little bit more disposable, but the the family members, that's really the big Achilles heel with this. When you are operating on 3D frequency and you're only using 3D infrastructure and that's all you know is 3D infrastructure and you try to run this whole leaving the person behind, it will seem like you can literally leave them behind. But when you understand and you're fluent in 5D in infrastructure, and you understand the laws of that, and you realize that you're not going to really be leaving anybody behind because there's no linearity anyway. And when you're fluent in things like parallel realities, another thing that we we, we work on extensively, then you realize that as you get better, a better version of all the people that you love. I, you know, configures. Before my mother passed away, um, probably the last, I'd say six or seven years, probably more like four, five, six, five years or so of her life, I started to share with her a lot of what I was doing. and, And she actually started, and it was interesting because for a long time she would tease me about it, put me down about it. She went through a stage where she was all into the teachings and everything. And then she went through a really dark stage where she, didn't believe any of it anymore. And then she went to a stage towards the end of her life where she really hit a wall and she had a lot of reflecting and, you know, all her friends were passing away. She was in her eighties and whatever. And I started having her, you know, giving her things to do guided meditations and various things. And she started to really get a grasp. And what was interesting was I was jumping in leaps and bounds in my own studies and it was fascinating because the for, the one who was formerly my biggest critic now was becoming my biggest champion. And it wasn't because I was teaching her so much, but it was because I was shifting, changing, and moving into parallel. And everybody in your parallel, and everybody in your life right now, if you move into another parallel, it'll be that cast in another frequency, right? And, and a different whatever you're raising your frequency, then they will come if you're allowed and you understand how to do this their frequency will shift with you if it's not meant to it won't but it's not like you have to walk away and you don't have to slow yourself down in fact what i've found in 99% of the clients i've worked with is as they speed up it actually their their they wake up one day and their spouses are or their significant other is remarkably am- amenable to whatever they're doing. All of a sudden they're like, wait, what? Did he just say that? How did that happen? And it's like, how did that happen? Oh, the frequency, the frequency. Oh, a new version of him emerges too or her, right? So there's that. So leaving others behind, that is a very hidden block because people slow themselves down because they feel guilty of their own success. But just like if you're on a plane and they say, You know, put your oxygen mask over yourself first, then put it over your kids, because if you're not breathing, the kid's not going to breathe either. It's the same thing. You can't, if you're going to hold yourself, never let the 3D only people dictate your expansion. You won't get very far. (laughs) You really won't. I watch it all the time. And believe me, even at my level you know, these things I go I go up and down this list and scrub this list because it can you know, it happens to everybody up and down the levels of it, you know, advanced however advanced you are. It's just that as you get more and more advanced, more and more fluent, more and more refined, the blocks become a little bit more nuanced and you really have to they're harder to find, you know. Um but once you know you're fluent in all of these different things, your higher self can drop in. When you're fluent in, in the language of your higher self and you're actually having daily two-way conversations, it can drop in the issue. It can drop in the solution. It's fascinating how it works. It's really, it's really amazing. Um, and then the eighth one, and there's the eighth one, the final one that we'll go over because I know, oh my gosh, I talked for almost an hour. Holy, holy moly, <laughs> uh, is loneliness. But loneliness for others of like mind. When you're lonely and you don't have anyone else to be able to say, yes, you know, today I talked to my higher self and the 5D this and the 3D that, and, and you can't speak that same language. You don't have anyone in your world speaking that same language. You put a corral around yourself, and either you start protecting yourself, or you try to squelch what you're feeling, or you hold yourself up. You know, this is not the kind of work where you can just tread water and you know whatever i learned is just staying put you have to use it and it's like learning a language if you're not constantly using that language you will lose that language it needs time and care and attention so being with people of like mind having community and releasing that loneliness that energetic loneliness you know and 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 energy and it's interesting because i'm going to sound a little contradictory but loneliness is really a 3d construct but your 3D construct right now, your 3D mind, until so you're really, really, really fluent, your 3D mind kind of, your 3D stuff kind of takes precedence over your 5D stuff. Once you get fluent, you'll find that you'll look to frequency first. Your 5D will take precedence over the 3D. The 3D will just be the readout. But your 5D is where you're going to be spending the majority of your time, uh, you know, working uh, your your life, you know, making your life roll. Those are the eight hidden blocks deeply hidden blocks and that happens for the advanced light workers i think this is a much higher more uh, refined level of blocks than what i see in the beginner students that i've worked with in over the years um, it's not just now you know it's like you know how do i get a new job or how do i make more money or how do i you know it's not so much that stuff if i just had money then everything would be fixed you guys have in most cases do have money <laughs> or you you know you might be going through a little ebb or flow but you know you you have your material things and and whatnot and as you get through this you know as you get it more advanced and as you've been exposed to more uh, these are the blocks that can really get in your way so what i'd like to do is give you the link if you would like to apply to work with me and become fluent in these five D abilities in the five D Academy, you can, um, do so. You apply and we'll interview, you know, you'll have an interview specifically with me personally with me, we'll talk, um, and see if it's a good fit. If it's not perfectly fine, plenty of other stuff for you to do. Um, but if it is a great fit, we'd love to have you and get you on your way. Um, it's very comprehensive and, uh, all of these things we address, um, with a lot of passion and, uh, you know, community. And so the um, the link is in the description of the show, but it's also and in the email, if you heard about the show through the email, uh, www.theahaway.com forward slash 5D apply. So www.theahaway.com forward slash 5D apply. And that's a full fluency st- course of study. Um, We cover all the things I've been talking about today, all the infrastructural things, um, all the hidden blocks, very, very comprehensive um, clearings, and uh, just the whole gamut, really, really powerful. And when you come out of that, what we focus on first is your personal missions, your personal bucket list get you that you do a lot of multidimensional manifesting, a lot of parallel work, advanced stuff. Um, that's where you get the, you know, from a 3D perspective, you get what feels like speed, which is really 5D protocol. And um, we focus on getting your, whatever the things are that you really want. And also, if you have that mission, that bigger mission, that bigger calling, we help you get there, too. We have several people who are channeling their books and their films and creations and art, artists and, you know, uh, people find their – soulmates and buying their houses and all kinds of great stuff. So it's a really powerful, um, process and group. And it's something that's near and dear to my heart, uh, and has evolved over time for sure. For sure. So again, it's the www.theahaway.com forward slash five D apply. I will be doing more of these topics. I'm going to try to do a weekly show with, um, the, you know, each of these topics, um, for the advanced, really focusing on the advanced light workers and advanced light leaders, because I think it's time. It's time for you guys to really start to see um, the nuances and the things that are applying to you and so that you can proceed, because we need you. We need you. We need you to be joyful, and we need you to be successful, and we need you to feel inspired, because when you have all of that, even if you're not working with a bunch of people and having a practice or anything, your joy is infectious and your joy is a permission slip for others. And your success is a permission slip for others. And you coming from your own heart space is an expansion and a permission slip and leaves a legacy for others. So whether you are interested in having a practice of some sort or writing a book or, you know, whatever that mission is, it could be working with puppies or animals or whatever whatever it is. It doesn't have to be saving the world or saving the people. But if you save yourself and then you expand with consciousness and really master that 5 d side of yourself and then integrate it with the 3D, not throw away the 3D, not bastardize the 3D, but integrate it, anything and everything is possible. Okay? So we'll see you back here next week. I will uh, be sending out the next podcast. Uh, next week and I just hope that you really will consider um, getting on a call with me and talking to you. We'll talk about the Academy and see if it's right for you. Again, theahaway.com forward slash 5D apply and we will see you here uh, next time. And I would suggest listening to this more than once because I, there was a lot that I channeled in this tonight that, you know, it's, it's midnight right now when I'm, when I'm doing this because that's when I could, I just felt the the energy rise and that's where I sat down. And so always my best time. Um, So they gave, they, they sent a lot of information. So I, I, I assume there's a lot of you who really, really needed to hear it. All right, everybody. I will end with my motto, which is you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this incredible energy, anything is possible. Take care. Have a great night, everybody. Bye.